Ladies and gentlemen, we are back to Minus Zima. Thanks for joining me for a new episode. Um, I got some feedback from a few people about my recent new format to the podcast, and some approve it, some prefer the other version, and some would like if I could have more uh, precise things to say. By precise, uh, really, if I'm going to make a lengthy podcast, I need to have more context uh, for some of the things, which I can understand, folks. Absolutely. Uh, can't just be rants. Granted, that's what podcasts are, but got to have some context to it for, for a bit. Um, I know exactly what they were talking about. It was in regards to uh, the, um, I believe I was talking about a dude that was waiting in the airplane for like 10, uh, 10 days. Yeah, that. So, well, yes, that was a nice story. Um, I spent a good portion of it uh, conceptualizing rather than really adding any of my two cents in so I can get that. Uh, I'll do better on that, folks. Just like we improve with everything else in life, this will be another thing that will be added to the list of things needed to improve. Because no matter how good you are, you can always find something to improve on, am I right? So folks, uh, today I'm going to be making a, maybe like a 20 minute podcast. Let, let's see how long my rants go for today. Uh, but first thing I would like to talk about is uh, something that I spoke to with a friend about yesterday. He sent me a video on Instagram, uh, this abused dog. Uh, very disheartening, you know, you never want to see an animal hurt, you never really want to have a opportunity to put an animal who really is a bystander to everything in a human's life in a position to really take the brunt of the pain that we have to deal with. It really sucks because uh, more or less I've sort of come to the conclusion, and while this is a bit of conceptualizing as well, I like to think uh, facts could back me up if I were to search this up. Uh, most people who abuse dogs or cats or animals in general were probably abused as kids and they are taking it out on the said defenseless creature. Uh, same could be said about people who abuse their kids. Um, I'm not talking about like a slap to the face, you know, a light slap, for example. Like, quote unquote, people say they will give their kid, oh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna beat my child, man. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give him a love tap. Yeah, because uh, realistically, folks, if, uh, be honest, if uh, your parent gave you a little slap after doing something really bad uh probably you're not gonna you're not gonna stop it's just like wow that's it fuck it i'll keep doing it or maybe you will so some people learn better than others but the average person if a hit is supposed to be some sort of negative um what do you call this la 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 negative confirmation i think don't quote me on this negative reinforcement there there you go if it's supposed to be a form of negative reinforcement, then you giving them a quote-unquote light tap isn't doing anything. But I digress, folks. We're going into the topic of animals. Now, why do I think that people do this to animals if they were abused as kids? It's very simple, folks. Animals can't talk. Animals cannot talk. Animals, best they can do is bite, you know, try to trample us, put their weight on us, uh, all that good jazz shit on our desk. And, you know, the, the minor things that can be an inconvenience to us. But for the most part, the average domesticated animal, a cat, mouse, a ferret, vice versa, rabbits, dogs, a good chance of them couldn't be getting abused. And a good part of it is why they were abused as kids. And it sucks because you really have to think uh, how far gone is someone in reality where they think it's okay to abuse an animal who doesn't know better. Because uh, whether we like to admit it or not, folks, um, even myself, a previous a pet owner, there were moments where I wasn't the greatest pet owner. 
And I, I allowed things or I didn't allow some things that my pet picked up on, whether it was my cat or whether it was my two dogs. But the point is, a domesticated animal is only as obedient and only as trained as the owner makes it. So if an animal is pissing you off, right? Because um, let's be honest, there's a bunch of cats and animals and stuff that could piss you off even if you train them. They piss you off. It's like, all right, well, like he's a dick, but he doesn't have to get hit for that. And even if he is misbehaving, um, a part of that goes onto the owner for not correcting that behavior or for not putting them in a position to actually do better. Because one thing I do notice with people who want to train their dog, they use a lot of positive reinforcement, which is good. However, they do it the complete wrong way. They normally do it with treats, with food. And I'll, t- I'll be the first to tell you, um, I don't personally have a lot of experience with dog training myself. But as soon as I get a new dog, I am subscribed to this YouTuber named Peter Kane Dogs Training. Um, you can find him on YouTube. He's quite abstract. He's uh, stationed in Brooklyn, I believe. But he routinely makes videos of how to train dogs, how to teach them how to heal, well, what's going on with a dog if they don't want to follow you, what happens if a dog is in a position where they pee inside, and everything you would sort of need to know to be a typical pet owner. And what I really like about him is that he doesn't allow people's excuses to get in the way he normally does rants on the pets owners if they're dicks or if they don't deserve the dog because let's be honest folks if you can't train or if you can't maintain a puppy or a cat or an animal in your house you probably shouldn't have it so why anger yourself and make the animal's life much more hellish you know it it really does suck to think that people really just have a yolo mentality when it comes to an animal because again it is an animal's a child dude and an adult animal, vice versa, if they are domesticated, they are no better than a child, you know, except eventually a child gets self-awareness, a, a dog or cat does not. So they are almost exactly like a child up until, I believe, the age of two or three. But cat, animals stay the same like that, dude. They, know, they never get self-awareness. They never know what they do wrong. They might have an idea, you know, sure, but realistically for them to act the way you want them to without reinforcing them positively without treats and putting them in a good position odds are you're really just hurting yourself because now we got people hitting dogs we got people abusing cats we got people abandoning animals because they can't handle it johnny where's the stats man well i mean guys i'm gonna be honest with you on this one folks you don't need me to pull up stats, at least for this specific thing, to actually go or have an idea with what I'm talking about. How often do we see abandoned cats around here? I mean, this is New York City, so abandoned dogs are a much less common thing. If that was a thing, I think there would be pandemonium with all social justice worries and even some right-wing people who love animals, you know? It would be a lot of pandemonium, especially with PETA. But in other countries, like I know in the Dominican Republic last time I visited, they are a disgusting amount of abandoned dogs that are just out on the street and other countries as well i think america we just don't allow our pooches to be homeless because uh they're just a big boy and a good boy so they should be an inside house boy you know but everywhere else for the most part uh all sorts of domesticated animals including dogs are abandoned and are just left out in the street and they are no longer domesticated they become part of the wild again and that it's good and bad. It, it sucks because once they're domesticated, it is almost really hard for them to become into a wild predator again of the wild uh, because 
being domesticated is all they know. But I won't go too deep into the philosophy of being wild or domesticated. I do want to get back onto the point of why I do think that people who were abused as children abuse cats and animals. Um, other than them not being able to talk and them not having self-awareness, there is absolutely no better feeling anybody could have. And this is for everybody in the world. The only difference is some people exercise this feeling. Some people just leave it the way it is inside. And what I mean by that is this feeling I'm talking about is having power over somebody who can't do anything to you or has little to no power over you. Now, again, does this mean all of us, including myself, abuse people, abuse animals? No. However, all of us need to become aware that we have this feeling inside of us because if we don't, we are lying to ourselves and we are making ourselves holier than thou when really we have the same emotions and feelings, we just don't act upon them. So because of us having that feeling inside of loving the power over something, not being able to do anything to you, people who are abused as children who haven't gotten over it, who haven't gotten over the hump and accepted the past is the past. Again, it's always unfortunate you've had a troubled childhood, but some people really just let things dwell longer than they really should. And if that is the case, they normally transfer that into another area of life, whether it is with a girlfriend or boyfriend, whether it is with the elderly in nursing homes, whether it's with animals, whether it's with themselves even, with self-harm. There are plenty of moments where people love to exercise that feeling, to get that bit of euphoria because, again, nothing is greater. That is one of the greatest feelings a human can feel. However, it is one of the most distasteful feelings we can have as well because it is at the cost of somebody else feeling inferior to us. So, again, you exercise that feeling the way you should or how you feel you should exercise it, but I digress. And the final point for this part would be that, lastly, some people are just dicks, dude. Like, some people just love this shit. There are a bunch of fetishes out there. There There's a bunch of shit, dude. Like, people love pain, you know? People love seeing people in pain. Now, does this mean that every person you see slapping a dog is trying to get a heart off? No, absolutely not. But, like, you have to understand, when it comes to animals and stuff, a lot of people will capitalize on it because it's not really much they can do. And for the record, do I think animals should have the same rights as humans? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. How no? Should they be protected? Yes. We are on a different story here when it comes to being protected. But having the same rights, they do not have self-awareness. They don't have posable thumbs besides other form of chimpanzees and stuff. They don't speak language, our language. They don't speak a language that we can comprehend, which, again, um, it's our fault, I guess, for not learning. But we are two entirely different species Granted, we're mammals, but too far off to actually have the same amount of rights. So it's unfortunate that a bunch of this shit happens. Um, a lot of people need to get curb stomped for having this happen to people, to animals. Because, again, the majority of animals are not invasive species, meaning that they just don't go places to fuck with things. A lot of them are not invasive species. A lot of them are just there doing their own thing. A bunch of them are domesticated for the purpose of the owner who decides to abuse them. But they decide to get rid of them because it's too much to handle. There's a lot that goes on when it comes to the owners of that decide to just say screw everybody. It really is unfortunate that a lot of people either have to go through so much background checks or process 
to adopt an animal because I'll tell you what folks uh, I, w- I would like to adopt another animal uh, I would like to have another pet in my family's life um, not saying the process is impossible because it's it's not it's just more tedious than what it used to be back in the day like back then it was really more or less the adoption fee sign a few papers and that's it now for some agencies they have to have home visits and stuff which again it's fine it's not like that's anything asking out of the ordinary but at the same time it's just that extra step in precaution making sure the animal's going to the right place which is a good thing but at the same time you got you really have to wonder and say well like who was the dickhead that made this happen you know how many dickheads made this such a problem that this has to be a requirement now which again it is a problem if you come and visit the house to make sure that the pet has a good home but it's still the principle of it just like gun control, you know, but that's a topic for a completely different day, folks. Um, we're going to go into a, the next topic of the podcast. I, I see I went on like a good tangent with that. I, I love animals. I have a strong passion for them. I can see why. Um, the next topic is going to be uh, something that didn't recently happen or it did recently happen. I believe a week ago. Don't quote me on this, but marijuana is officially legal in New York State. And for all my stoners out there, for all my people who disapprove of weed, before I go any further with what I'm about to say, I need to state the other point, the more important point of this thing. I'm statement I'm trying to put, put out. I actually went from sounding so sincere and, and with conviction to sound like a fool right there. But what I'm about to say is that over 100,000 people are going to have their convictions and misdemeanors and lockups rescinded or um, revoked, I believe. That would be the correct term. Now that everything is legalized. And whether or not you smoke weed, whether or not you enjoy being around it, whether or not you condone it, whether or not you think people are criminal who do it, rest assured, this is a monumental feat because there are so many good people even people I know who are stoners and they have gotten into the tr- so much trouble with the law because they they were caught smoking a split. Some of them had roaches and this isn't an exaggeration. E- even a small clip of a joint could get you arrested prior to this happening, you know, and prior to all the more l- loose legalities that were coming up for marijuana over the past few years. But uh, let's just say three or three to five years prior now to what it is now i guarantee you a lot of people would go down just by having a small clip of weed you know and it was still illegal yes but the fact that you could actually get locked up and get some serious time for that was kind of ridiculous so the fact that a lot of people are getting that revoked and are able to go back into society as forming members uh even if a lot of people are out that's still on your record dude you never want anything on your record especially something so minor like that and I'm passionate about this because um, I do not have a criminal record with marijuana possession. I do not have any records criminally. Uh, I don't. Uh, that's just not me. Um, but I'm passionate about this because the amount of friends I have that are in this position, that whether they are denied a job because, well, yes, it's just a possession of weed. A lot of people still don't like the thought of hiring someone with a record, even if it's something as small as that. Um, putting themselves in a position where they have to rehabilitate, going to prison, uh, messing up families' lives, because the stigma around weed is so bad, 
I think partly because of it being illegal, but it also has a lot of downfalls as well. This isn't to say weed is a magical drug that everybody should do because I disagree with that. But regardless of where I stand on whether people should do it or not, I think everybody should stand and give an imaginary round of applause um, to the people who passed this because I feel like they should get some praise, but like, why did it take so long? But also, just the fact that a lot, over 100,000 people, you guys can search this up as well. Um, I don't know the exact number. I believe it's over 150 or maybe 170, but guaranteed over 100,000 people are getting their um, convictions and stuff revoked dealing with marijuana charges. And for the record, if anybody who's wondering, I believe now the legal amount you can carry without getting stopped or arrested or getting charged with uh, with possession of intent to sell, I believe is a mm, 57.2 grams, which I believe is two ounces, two zips. <laughs> so yeah, so for those who have... Sorry, for those who have been convicted by this and those who are going to get out of this, congratulations, dude. You definitely, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say you earned this, but you definitely are in a position now where if you want to continue smoking, you can, or if you want to quit, that's fine, but you no longer have to have that on your shoulders. And for those who are listening who have not done weed now, you no longer, if you're in New York at least, as a disclaimer, I'm not going to say go to like Arizona, I'm not going to say go to like uh Pennsylvania, where the shit still is illegal, and then, you know, oh, well, Sazima said I can smoke. Well, yeah, in New York, you know? So, yeah, for those who haven't smoked yet in New York and are interested in it, I'm not going to advise you to do it, but I will say that now, if you do plan on getting some weed and smoking it, you no longer have to worry about getting arrested just smoking in Central Park. I mean, granted, you might be getting, you, you, you might get told to put it out, you feel me? Because uh, the bunch of people might be courteous, but uh, people smoke cigarettes as well. So that's probably one thing's like, fuck that, dude. I'll do what I want. So yeah, we are in a position, folks, where progress is being made socially, which makes me cringe saying that because I'm not a huge, I'm not a fan of social justice warriors at all. They don't belong here. At least the ones we have now, the way they're going about it has no place. But socially, we are moving up for our, our people. Not just for my black brothers, for my, my Latino brothers, for my white brothers, for my white sisters, for my black sisters, for my Latino sisters, for the Asians as well. Can't leave them out. For everybody, right now in New York, we are moving up slowly but surely. There's a bunch of shit we gotta fix. A bunch. Still a lot. Whether it's the pavement in the roads, whether it's the MTA, whether it's just our attitude in general because us new yorkers can be fairly nasty sometimes we are finally in a position where we can do better because i guarantee you if you live in new york or you come to new york you will quickly find out a lot of us smoke weed a lot whether you're down the block whether you're up the block you will smell marijuana somewhere so the fact that we can do this legally the fact that people don't have to get arrested for this means that we are no longer going to have to worry about another part of the drug war that never really existed in the first place. And God damn it, I am tired of seeing our taxpayer dollars go to a drug war that is pointless and endless and that's going to help nobody but the taxpayers lose money. That was quite a tangent right there for the taxpayers. But listen, dude, we need to have our taxes focused on something else, man. Just remember that. Um, and would you look at that? Holy shit, dude, with two topics, I'm about almost 20 minutes in so i think this is where i would leave it uh i'd like to know what you guys think about this episode i I would like to know what you think about the approach in terms of the context in terms of um how i went about it 
was it more engaging for you guys? And again, if you have more questions, um, I have a new Instagram. I will type my Instagram in the description of this podcast. And you guys are more than welcome to follow me. You guys are more than welcome to hit me up in my DM and ask me questions. And who knows, maybe for next episode, I could actually have one of you... do a call-in show with me, or I'll answer your questions online, because that would be something different as well. I'd like to think over, mm, I think I have 30 or 40 episodes, I think, on the 50th episode, I might do something like that, a little special. I I mean, again, that doesn't mean, like, I'm balling, but it's a huge achievement to do so many episodes and still be doing it, you know? Some people just do episode one and just quit after that, and and here we are on, like, episode 35 or 40, vice versa. But I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a beautiful beautiful talk. I really want to know what your guys' thoughts are. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And one last thing, I'm leaving you off with a joke today. I know, Johnny's funny. So what do we call somebody who is in a car? A driver. <laughs>